0: Welcome to The Way Home with Laura Smith, the show that brings you wonderful guests, helpful advice, and uplifting stories. The Way Home, be inspired. Here's your host, Laura Smith.
1: And tonight, a whole lot of fun. Debbie Nigro's in the house. She is an entrepreneur and a podcaster. She's had a daily radio show for what feels like ever, forever. And uh, she is really a unique human being in terms of how she lives her life and uh, a survivor twice of cancer and doing it all with her her wonderful signature, funny, funny uh, sense of humor and just uh, uplifting positive Thinking. She is just a, an amazing person. She's going to be on in just a little bit and talk about her, her show and her life and uh, different things that uh, make it as unique as it is. The Debbie Nigro show. You can hear her Monday through Friday, wherever fine podcasts are heard. And we're also going to be hearing about the psychological needs of cancer patients. Obviously, we always think about what they're going through physically. But psychologically, it's important to be there for them as well. And we have Dr. Timothy Pierman, who is going to help us wade through that information. All this on the way home tonight, which is brought to you by Balance of Nature, fruits and veggies in a capsule. I was watching their TV commercial last night, and they were literally going through the process by which these vegetables and fruits, 11 servings of them get um. Put into these little tiny vegetable capsules and and fruit fruit capsules, and it 's just a really interesting way. Um, no other company does this there there might be other companies out there that have that claim some fruits and vegetables or the juice of it or something like that, but there is no other product that actually has the whole fruit and vegetable and nothing else in the capsule and so they show how to do it on this tv commercial that i was watching last night it's really amazing it's it's a bit scientific because somehow the water is is taken out but the nutrition is left in it is then pulverized with a variety of 16 fruits and uh 15 vegetables i believe And it's put into these capsules that you take on a daily basis and what it does for your mental acuity your feeling of high energy it's it's just a boost it's it's what our body needs we don't need a lot of the food that we eat it's not that great for us we cook out whatever nutrients are there so balance of nature that's where they come in because they they know that we need 11 servings as adults every single day But, and a serving is the size of your fist. Imagine that. Are you getting 11 servings of raw fruits and vegetables every day? I doubt it. So Balance of Nature to the rescue. They are truly a remarkable company and they're a remarkable product. And you can only get them by going online and ordering them or calling them and ordering them. Where you go is balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com, or you can call them at 800- Two four six eight seven five one, eight hundred two four six eight seven fifty one. Either way, if you go to balanceofnature.com or call the phone number, put Laura into the promo code when they ask. It'll get you thirty five percent off your first preferred order, and free shipping. So make sure you put Laura in there. That way, they know that you heard it here on the way home with Laura Smith. It's just their way of supporting programming that they believe is positive, uplifting, and informative. And on that note, we'll be back with the funny, funny Debbie Nigro. Don't go away. It is the way home.
2: Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
3: We're very happy with the product. We're using it every day. My husband really loves it. He was a runner from when he was in high school. And um, past couple of years, he hasn't been running. So he's back to running. He's very happy and he feels energized. I like the product too. I think it's excellent. I can't see how taking fresh fruits and vegetables is going to harm you. Some of these drugs that they prescribe have all kinds of side effects. Well, I found no side effects with
2: this, so I consider it like a little insurance policy. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call one 800 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Laura.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura.
1: Well, my next guest just might become your new favorite podcast personality and person in general. She's going to keep you laughing no matter what. I guarantee it. And um, well, to me, Debbie Nigro is what you get when maybe you cross, I don't know, Lucy Ball with uh, uh, maybe Dr. Ruth. Um Joan Rivers, I, she is just so many things in one, and she has a fantastic daily show, Monday through Friday, and podcast, The Debbie Nigro Show, that I'm telling you, definitely download it, listen to it wherever you get your podcast, because she is absolutely ubiquitous. She's everywhere, and you're going to love it, because um, this is what how she describes her podcast, The Elite to the Street, A Fun Ride what you get when you mix two-part tips and four-part funny. It's all Debbie Nigro. And I'm so excited that she's on the show. She's been a longtime radio babe f- uh, friend, and she is still a babe. That's what she says about herself. Debbie, thank you for coming on the way home today.
4: Yeah. Hey, Laura, I miss you, man. How you doing? I'm fine.
1: I miss you, too. I mean, we're used to uh, hanging out a lot in New York, and I'm currently in the Midwest. And... Uh, We're on a big station in Chicago and still WGCH in in Greenwich. So um, I just I I love reading your posts every day about your shows. It's one of the very few that, you know, we're constantly seeing ads for podcasts these days and who you should be listening to. There must be more podcasts being done on a daily basis now than anything else produced and anything else. But yours is a standout because I think because you make people laugh while you're helping them. Uh, see the world in a in a much more positive light. What is it about you, Debbie Nigro? Tell. Let's get a little bit of background on you and your show as well, um, that people can uh, start to listen to and subscribe to. Well, the Debbie Nigro show. Tell me about you. Your background is so interesting between radio and all the things that you have done way before girls and radio were doing this stuff.
4: Yeah, I'm delusional, Laura, and it's uh it's starting to lo- it's losing its luster. I'm um, starting to hurt myself I'm delusionally young and now i'm still I'm trying to trying to you know uh, believe the lie so I, I was joking earlier on my show today I've got a little granddaughter who's two years old with joy in my life and I'm not your mother's grandmother so I'm always in there you know I'm trying to be like the cool grandma but um every time she goes on the floor now she like imitates me she goes Ugh! she's two Ugh! Uh! I, I go oh honey that's not how everybody does it you're two. she's like Ugh! trying to get up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because she's so bi- she's seen you so many times said to get
4: off the floor and grunt, huh? You know what, uh, you know what I love about um, just DNA in general is that you can pass on a sense of humor uh, to somebody else. And if, if, if my greatest gift to the world is having left my sense of humor to live on through my granddaughter, then I've done well. She is definitely has my sense of humor. She says things like, are you serious, Grammy?
1: <laughs> she says that too. Hi yes,
4: serious? What the heck? In fact, we have a clip of her I use on my show. It goes, what the heck? I mean, really funny. So I, mean, she I guess says I, that, yeah. What the heck? And honestly, if I, I want to share anything while we have our time together with your listeners, who's a very nice new group of people that you are entertaining, right? I love it. I love getting the introduction to your peeps. Um, yeah. It's really the, the power of, of, of resilience and attitude and how, how much it matters in the middle of this dark world that we're all trying to survive these days. It's such a tough thing to get up and read the news every day. I can barely do it anymore. I tell you the truth. I read every news story. I mean, have the AP News and this news and New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And honestly, just to get through the top six stories without having a pain in my stomach. Oh, yeah. You know, I
1: know it's tough. It's tough. And, you know, there's a part of me that says, but you got to keep on top of it. You got to know what's happening in the world. Absolutely. If you don't balance it. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to your stuff and so many thousands of people are drawn to your podcast and your content is because you do shine that light in a way. You, you help people to forget for a minute that there are all these kind of ugly things going on and that there's still so much fun and beauty to be had in the world Yeah, you do that I mean even the way you describe who you're going to have on your show it's it just draws me in because it's uplifting it's funny as heck and then um, <laughs> you just have a way of presenting it you see things differently Debbie than anyone else you just recently came through and survived your second bout of cancer yeah baby and throughout the whole thing you continued doing your show you continued being a grandma you continue all your business ventures that that you have started and are incredible we can talk about those as well but so do you think and i'm i'm going to say probably yes but do you think that your attitude had a lot to do with surviving to very very severe cases of cancer
4: yeah honestly um I'd like to think yes, but if I think too hard about it, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling that that I could say that that was the reason. Because if it is, then it's more powerful than anybody knows. Okay, um, you know, every day I hear of somebody who didn't make it. It uh, could have been me. Ovarian cancer, breast cancer. I have that crazy BRCA gene. I call it the "BRCA my balls" genes. I don't say that out loud on the radio. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, genetic counseling, this. You know, there's so much knowledge in the world right now that people can. Access to trying to avoid you know serious trouble in their lives with disease and stuff, and we're getting faster and moving faster in that direction. They're soon going to be able. I was reading about a company. This is the kind of stuff I'll I'll, I'll pick up. they am reading about a, a company called CRISPR. C R I S P R, right, all caps, and it's revolutionary. It was in the news this week. The woman behind it was a Nobel Peace Prize winner. I think that what I think they are going to be able to do is get in there and like edit out the bad genes before they become a problem for you. and So you're going to be able to. Get rid of disease before it becomes a problem that you're predisposed to having. I mean crazy stuff's happening, but I was on un- I'm a lucky one. you know, I got through two really tough things that if I had to tell you, i'm sure I don't think I would have made it without my attitude, and my attitude was how I live every day, which was let's just get in, get through, and get on whatever it takes, you tuck in, you do it. there's a lot of smart people in the world defer. And um, hopefully they'll steer you out of uh, whatever disaster you're in at the moment. So yeah, I'm really grateful to be here today to to keep laughing with you, Laura.
1: Yeah, because that's and you know they they laughter is the best medicine, big cliche, but so true. You wrote an amazing article about cancer and how how having a sense of humor helped you survive it. Yeah, and I, I want everybody to read that because whether you're facing an illness or anything right now, that article was really it was poignant, but it was it was so uplifting to read. What's what's the name of the
4: article, and where can people find it? Dying of laughter can keep you alive. And Dying it, of uh, laughter. It, can it. Can. There's um, there's a, a, a it was a beautiful gift that was published on uh, Covey Club, which is Leslie, um, the publisher is was great big magazine publishers. I was very excited that she thought my work was worthy of being published on her site. Um, but yeah, it's it. I did some homework, you know, and I never forgot that I, I read and, um, you know, I don't know the, the current science on it, but your thoughts can change yourselves. So that's what I stick with. You know, if you think you can, you can. Mm-hmm. And if you think you can, you're right in both directions. Henry Ford actually said, if you think you can, you think you can either way, you're right. So, you know, your mind is very powerful. And in everything you do, if you think a relationship is going to work, it will work. If you think it's not, it's probably not. If you think you're going to lose weight and, and you focus, anything you focus your attention on that you're going to Absolutely get done usually happens it's about focus and yes. you know, I'm not the greatest person when it comes to focusing, I'm sure I'm like you know never diagnosed ADHD who um, leave that flag. what color does that flag look like? Those ADHD people there's a whole there's a whole division that should be addressed. They should have their own parade. They never be going in the same direction. that's why there's no parade
1: <laughs> very true, very true, but I think you're absolutely right, you know that's kind of like the law of attraction. My dad is reading. The secret, I think, for like the 18th time this year, he just keeps reading it over and over again. And it's it, you know, and and then whenever he's done reading it, he'll like be spouting off his law of attraction. Things like say thank you. And um, what you think is what you get and all these kinds of things. But, you know. It's so true. It's just yeah. true. And it's been true forever. It's the human condition and thought is so powerful. So your article that I was telling everybody they should get their hands on and read, which is dying of laughter can actually keep you alive. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's on
4: Debbie dot com and debbienigr N.I.G.R.O. dot com. Yeah, I want to go back to this. you just made me laugh in my head because my head is crazy. Um, uh, your father reading The Secret. I love The Secret. And I think it's absolutely true. But then there's Victoria's Secret, which this year everybody found out that what the secret was and that nobody yeah. looks like anything like that in her stuff. So they got rid of all the skinny <laughs> models. And now they brought on uh, heftier uh, models to show you that they added more fabric. And now this is the reality of the situation. That was a big secret for her to keep all those years.
1: All those except. years that nobody looks nobody like, in, like that in those in that lingerie, except for except the, the, angels.
4: Angels. Except the angels, get the angels. <laughs> they fired the angels. They fired. They canceled the angels canceled this year angels because, like, enough with the angels.
1: <laughs> it's so true, and and boy, your head does go in a million places. I want to make sure that people can find. Well, all your content. So com. you have a fabulous website there. You're also in the, besides your great podcast, and you, you just have the most interesting guests. You When you say the elite to the street, one of my favorite things that you do or used to do, I don't know if you're still doing it, is the random run-ins. Are you still doing those?
4: Well, I didn't go out of the house for a year. It's hard to randomly run into anybody, but my boyfriend at the refrigerator. So uh... <laughs>
1: Exactly. Well, that's true. But, uh, We're in a pandemic.
4: But I, but I truly love the random stuff because it's so unplanned. and so natural. I have had people on, I've met in a parking garage in New York city. I'm going to get waiting for my car and there's a guy with a little girl and he, she's competing in like the greatest, like, you know, musical talent contest of her life. And we're in the parking garage, you know, it's hot there. Uh, and I'm still, I end up going, listen, it's very hot, but I'd like to book you for my show. We'll continue the conversation, you know? <laughs> um, and I've met people, Oh my God, driving through a toll booth. I, listen, I said, you're a really fascinating toll booth person. I mean, that's the kind of fun stuff that I like. I like real people.
1: And you do like real people. And I've seen you do. I have been with you when you have literally we've been in a restaurant, the the waitress starts talking. And the next thing I know, <laughs> she's on your show the next day. She's at the studio and, and she's there. But and you bring something out in people, the golden kind of the nugget of beauty in in people's. Uh, personalities and stories and spirits. You see stuff that the average person is just gone. Oh, there's the waitress. Debbie Nigro sees the waitress and she goes, "There's the incredible." you know, creative rock
4: star of a lifetime and something else and just waitressing. And by the way, you know, you just somebody sent me something of my college girlfriends the other day, and it was a list of things too good to not to share. And it was like numbers one through twenty one. And they said, which one's your favorite? And I picked 19 said, don't bother walking a mile in my shoes. That would be boring. Spend 30 minutes in my 30 seconds in my head. That'll freak you right out.
1: (laughs) Very true. I'd love to sit and, and <laughs> be in your head for about 10 minutes. I'm but let's definitely
4: Chicago. Chicago. I love Chicago. I love Chicago. Chicago is a beautiful town. I'm in the
1: Midwest near Chicago. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because of every, what happened was, as you know, I lived in New York for 41 years, yeah. pandemic hit and all of my radio went, Um, You know, we started doing radio from home. You did it too. We were both um, in uh, Connecticut at WGCH and uh, creating these shows. And then all of a sudden we couldn't do it. So then we're doing shows on our computer. And I got to thinking after, you know, sitting by myself for eight weeks and, you know, uh, washing my bananas in this hot water. (laughs) um, I said, you know, if I can do my shows from here, I can do them near my parents. And my parents are in their 80s now. And I thought, when am I going to get another chance? Does it spend quality time with them um, much more frequently than just once a year for the visit at Christmas? So I packed up after 41 years and then I moved out to, um, to a little Amish town, northern Indiana, which is right outside of Chicago, and then got the show on WLS and uh, but still have it on WGCH in Connecticut. And, you know, that's just the way the world went. And And even now that we're back in back into the studio basically we could be if we wanted to a lot of people still doing it from home it's just easier and uh, but uh, yeah we find other ways uh, to, to do our work now these days so besides the podcast tell us a little bit about what else you have I know you have a company called circled by which i think is such an incredible product a beautiful beautiful right, money product let me tell you
4: the site's down because oh I've been in I told, I did on my show today a whole thing about how I've been in support hell, like with technical support people on every single platform. And I need a support group for people who've been in do support all day long because <laughs> i am lost my mind. Okay, i am lost my mind. And, you know, people forget their passwords. Somebody signs up for something, you can't get back in. There was some crazy thing that went on because somebody stole a credit card then the other credit card wasn't replaced and the guy didn't answer the thing. So that, I've been fighting for a week and a half now to get circled by up in its original form. That's just one example of all the maniacal things that I can't get access to, okay? okay
1: um, but is it gonna go back up?
4: Oh yeah, of course it is.
1: Okay, you know, so I'm, tell I'm, people what, about the product because it's really, really amazing.
4: Well, sure, but things, ideas, and this is good for people who have ideas, you know, that they think, oh, I, we should, didn't anybody invent this? Or how come, oh, I think, I can I invent that? It's only good if you find a way to execute the idea. And I was fortunate enough, I had an idea, I was like, ooh. Um, It's called "Circled by Angels originally because I believe that um, people need hope that there's something more, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that came from you and watching what you were doing with Above and Beyond and meeting um, your friend Thomas John, who was a psychic medium, and watching what he does for people and gives them hope that there's more. I'm like, there's got to be more. So everybody's got all these pictures in their phones of people they love who are no longer with us. And like, what good is that? So I've created a way through a partnership with um, a very valued friend of mine and and dear friend who was in the jewelry business producing on HSN for like 30 years, um, a way to upload your photo from your phone onto a um, bracelet charm or a a necklace, but it's laser engraved. So it lasts forever, just like your memory. And it's very classy, silver and gold. And everybody was commenting like, wow, they love that. So that's one of the things you can get done there. Um, That led to me making Oh my goodness. Well, the um, ornaments for uh, a couple of the archdioceses in the United States for the holidays and some presents. um, Cardinal Dolan in New York, Cardinal uh, Gomez, uh, Archbishop Gomez in LA. Actually, I'm in discussions with Chicago to see if I can be of help to the city of Chicago, to the Archdiocese of Chicago, and we'll see how that goes. Um, So that's just one idea. I'm involved in a couple other business ventures with people I have interviewed on my show who I spotted something that no one else had seen That was a need. I'm like, wow, I know just the match from interviewing the other 10 billion people I've interviewed in my life because my head works like a computer and the two of you should know each other. So a lot of what my joy comes from is people connecting with me, um, me getting to know them, knowing in 10 seconds what they don't even know they need. And I'm talking about CEOs and founders of companies who are very, very, very bright. They don't need me, except they never thought of what I thought of and then never figured they'd find someone to figure it out. So that's giving me some joy. And I'm in the cannabis business, CBD business, uh, in the photo booth business, in you name the business, uh, medical, because I, I see somebody has got something wildly brilliant, but they don't know how to get it from here to there or there's another spoke they haven't thought of, a new right. revenue stream. I'm like, have you ever thought of? And before you know it, I'm involved. So every day I wake up, I'm like, oh, wow, who am I today? Who are,
1: and who are you going to connect and what are you going to create? So that's literally what you do. And you even offer it as a service. Now, if people want to go to the next level with an idea or um, if they just kind of want, want some coaching on how to get started, you're there for them. You provide those kinds of services. And also, like you said, you connect people. So you're like this amazing networker and you put these ideas together. And honestly, honestly, Debbie, I've never met anyone with the good ideas that you have. I have never met anyone who in a moment can sit there and birth the most amazing idea while you're sitting and having a hamburger. I, you just have uh, it's uncanny. It comes weird, from right? like another it comes from another sphere and consciousness. It's, it's so brilliant what you do, the ideas you put together. And now you're somebody else living in
4: my head. This must be somebody else in
1: there. Brilliant, good- though it's half he- half Einstein, half Lucy Ball. As I said, it's I know like, it's very confusing. It's con- <laughs> it's confusing, but it's beautiful, and it keeps you going. And it, I can't wait to see what you come up with next. I thought you were I thought you were building a food truck with your boyfriend. Did that
4: ever happen? Yes, yeah, so we're going to do get to that. That we, you know, can pandemic held things up? The food truck's parked, but we're getting there. Dave's cool. We we cooked all through uh, the the pandemic to test things out to see what we're going to put on the food truck. And then yep. after, after the 30-pound weight gain, I spent the next three months trying to lose the 30 pounds so we could actually make our way to the food truck because who could walk? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah part of, if I want to leave one thought with you and your audience, and thank you, Laura, that was sweet you had me on today. Um, I'd like to sit with – I'd like to listen, and it happens very quickly. I go, you know what you should do? You know what you should, you should meet? And just because i spent a thousand hours talking to – the smartest, brightest, most interesting, innovative people. I'm not a corporate girl. I don't do well in corporate environments where I have to behave myself. I'm a little bit of a wild card. I work great with startups, founders, entrepreneurs, and and, and straight people, you know, who run companies who go, I go, you got to think a little out of the box. And if they're open, and usually good leaders are, somehow I'm like, but I, don't, but I don't just go here. I see who's up and coming. I like to extend my hand Yeah. Oh, you're always
1: ahead of everybody. You're ahead of everybody. You always have been. You were the first female morning show in New York City. Yeah, right. um, Market one. And this is. A hundred years, not a hundred years ago, but it was a while ago. It was a long time ago. You had the first female that working moms on the run uh, 25 years ago, which was like a really content-based amazing idea. Everything you have done, you've always been ahead of the game. I want everybody to know about who you are, uh, to hear your your show every day, hear your podcasts, because they will learn and laugh their rear ends off for the entire time. So (laughs) Debbie Nigro, Debbie is the website. Figure it out how to find her, get her stuff and, and read her articles. She's brilliant. And she's, to me, one of our, our greatest uh, assets uh, to keep life positive, happy and fun. That's you. And I uh, uh,
4: love you for this. Very sweet.
1: Gr- grateful to know you. And now now Chicago uh, can hear all about you as well. I'm excited about that. The whole world needs to know Debbie Nigro. Thanks for being on the show, kiddo.
4: OK, kiddo. Good talking to you.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
4: You're listening to The Way
1: Home. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura.
1: Well, we all know that cancer uh, for people who have uh, dealt with it and survived is has been uh, for some. Uh, an easier thing. They overcome it uh, physically, the challenges and their life gets back to normal for others. Possibly there are lingering effects, but not often do we talk about the psychological effects of cancer on its survivors. So I'm very happy today to have Dr. Timothy Pierman. He's a psychologist at Lurie Cancer Center at Northwestern Medicine in Chicago. Uh, Dr. Pierman, thank you so much for being with us today. This is obviously something that should seem pretty obvious, but not something that we, we talk about as much as, as the actual physical um, attributes of cancer and then surviving it and what that means. Tell us about the STAR program um, that you've been involved with and all the different studies that have been done and uh, how we can help people overcome maybe the psychological effects of surviving cancer.
5: Sure, and thank you very much for having me. It's nice to be on, on your show. Um, Absolutely. So our, we have at Northwestern a, a Cancer Survivorship Institute. Um, the STAR program is part of that. But basically, the, the crux of that is that we want to do both research and also clinical work with patients who've been diagnosed with cancer and are past the period of their active treatment because i think for a lot of patients they get to the end of their cancer care and they just feel kind of cut loose like you know go back to your normal life go back to your normal job go back to your family and you know come back and see us in 6 months but we know that cancer survivors face face a host of issues some of which are medical and directly related to their cancer treatment but some of which are are more psychosocial in nature so things like depression anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, difficulties with nutrition, financial issues if they've had to take time off from work or haven't been able to keep a job because of their cancer care. So there are really a host of issues that cancer survivors face.
1: Absolutely, I would imagine. And um, this uh, can be for both children and adults.
5: Yes, absolutely. And, and the issues are a little bit different in children compared to adults. Um, I think for, for children, you know, a lot of times the whole experience can feel very isolating. Um, as an adult, we're more likely to, to know someone in our family or in our peer group who's had cancer. And so it's a little bit easier to find that, like that peer support. And a lot of times children don't have that same support network. And so it can feel very isolating. And a lot of the sort of the medical impacts of the cancer and cancer treatment aren't seen until adulthood. So you don't necessarily know that you might be at risk for some heart problems in, in your early adulthood or osteoporosis when you're in your 20s or those things that are directly related to the cancer treatment. Um, so it's important yes. to really to, to note those things.
1: Absolutely. What are some things that we could do for um, friends maybe who have a child with cancer or uh, us ourselves? If, if we have a child, what are some of the uh, what's the some advice that you can give us to help the, the child with their psychological needs going through these things?
5: I would say two things. I think the most important thing is for parents just to keep the conversation going. Um because I think it's easy to fall into the trap as a parent of saying, you know, my son or daughter has been through so much. They don't want to talk about their cancer experience anymore and just not have that conversation. But kids do struggle in the aftermath of, of their cancer therapy. And so as a parent, it's really important to just kind of check in with, with, your, with your kids and say, how are you feeling? How is school going? How are your relationships with other kids? Are you, are you having any pain? Are you tired? You know, and and kind of let kids know that if they're struggling in any way, they can come to you as parents because kids are perceptive and they know the burden that their cancer has put on you. Um, And so they may try to protect you and not come to you if they're having those issues. So it's really important to give that message that, you know, you can come talk to me about any of this stuff. The second thing is, I think for kids who've been diagnosed with cancer, peer support can be really, really important. Um, and there are a number of different resources and organizations that can can hook kids up who've been diagnosed with a certain kind of cancer, a certain treatment with other kids who've been through that.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and that's kind of been one of the silver linings, honestly, of the, the dark COVID cloud of the past year, is that a lot of times, you know, in the past, those kind of support resources, support groups, those kinds of things, you had to be there in person. And with COVID, all of those support agencies and resources, almost overnight transition to to being available online. So even if you don't live in a big city where those things are available, you can access those resources online. Um, So that's the the second thing I would say is just that peer support is really important.
1: Yeah, this is reminding me of a commercial that's been playing on TV in the past year. And and this young girl uh, answers the door and, you know, she doesn't have a wig on and she has no hair. Obviously, she's gone through cancer treatment and this young man shows up to invite her to the prom and he has also shaved his head or whatever. But those types of positive modeling of having um, your your kids reach out to to children who might be going through that and how they can support them and make them feel included and um I, I think those are really positive messages and and just something maybe we need to think a little bit more about like you said it's not just about the physical it's about the psychological effects as well and making them feel like they're still a part of the world and 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 are you know friends that won't ever be given up on um this is all very important where can people dr pierman get more information on the star program and because i'm sure you know i know this is based in at northwestern but you know, some, some of the education and the tips and the, the statistics and everything that can be found are going to be helpful for people anywhere.
5: Yes. And we have all of that, both the Northwestern resources, but also the resources as a whole in terms of getting the support that you need on our website. And people can access that by going to www.nm, like Northwestern Medicine, nm.org slash cancer. And okay. by the way, that commercial makes me cry every single time I see it.
1: I know it is so TV. beautiful <laughs> and so real, but it, it's one that gives hope when you see that type of love and support. And there are so many young adults, teenagers, and children who are so compassionate and helpful. So that's wonderful. Once again, the website to go to find more information about how to, to help uh, support someone psychologically after they've finished uh, cancer. Pr- uh, protocols or whatever, you can go to NM, N as in Nancy, M is in medicine, Northwestern, actually, nm.org slash cancer. Dr. Timothy Pierman, thank you so much for all you're doing and and for bringing this great information to light today. We really appreciate it.
5: no well, Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Once again, here's Laura.
1: Well, Goodwill is partnering with Fortune 50 companies to launch Rising Together Coalition. It's a program that's going to hopefully help a million people or so get back on their feet um, financially and uh, job-wise from the pandemic. Some things came up for certain groups of people during the pandemic in terms of helping them uh, to find work again, it's been quite an issue and Goodwill is seeing the opportunity to help as it always does. Stephen Preston is my guest. He's the president and CEO of Goodwill Industries International. Stephen, what a pleasure and honor to have you. I think so highly of Goodwill. And um, just real quick, how long has Goodwill been in existence in the United States?
3: Almost 120 years. And for that entire period of time, uh, our mission has been to help people uh, move forward in life through employment. So it's something we've been doing for a long time.
1: Yes, I noticed that when you go into a Goodwill store, which is one of my favorite things to do, um... Is that you always see signs that it says, you know, you coming here and patronizing the store um, offers uh, employment opportunities to to your local neighbors, and I just always love that because I didn't realize that was the case, but now I I do know. Um, obviously, the pandemic created quite a you know quite an unemployment situation for many in the United States. Um, from your findings, who were those groups, and what is Goodwill doing with this wonderful new program to try to help?
3: Yeah. So what we found. Well, first of all, let me say that thank you. First of all, about mentioning the stores. One of the things many people don't realize is we have 650 job centers in addition to those stores. So. Over a million of the people we help do not work in the stores, but come to us for employment assistance, for training, for placement. So it's, um, uh, even if you're not working in the store, we want you to come to one of our job centers if you need help. So the people groups, uh, there were a number of people groups, I think that were hit particularly hard during the pandemic. And what we saw overwhelmingly is people with lower levels of education, particularly high school degrees or less, were people who lost their jobs. And within that group, we see, um, you know, people who have lower levels of income, so they have less financial resiliency, Um, people of color, Uh, and in many cases, women, and women uh, also in part because so many of the frontline jobs, uh, people services type jobs um, that got hit are, are filled by women. And many of the women are having a hard time getting back to work because they have ongoing childcare responsibilities. And so we are working with uh, very hard uh, to work with people to acquire the skills that they need to move into the new jobs that are emerging coming out of the pandemic. In many cases, um, it may require people getting digital skills or or other kinds of supports to move into new roles. Now, what this uh, Rising Together Coalition does is it allows us to bring in a number of large companies with unique capabilities to help goodwill across the country um, help people better. So for example, uh, Lyft is providing uh, transportation services to many of our participants to uh, interviews or new jobs. Um, uh, Indeed is helping our participants with very robust job search capabilities and support with resume writing and interview skills. Um, Other players like Google and Coursera and Anthem are working with us on skills training like digital skills or particular healthcare skills, so because we have this huge network, a lot of these corporate partners are coming to us and saying, "Gosh, if we can help you, we can actually, you know, plug into this big network you have and help more people." And it's a terrific partnership as a result.
1: That's great, great news. Um, it's and it's interesting because you're also hearing, or at least I've been hearing in the news that there's there's. Uh, a surplus of jobs, but not enough people to fill them in certain communities. Um, how how can there be some type of bridging of that situation yeah. so that maybe some of those people can fulfill some of the jobs that are available in some of these towns?
3: Yeah. So what you what we see right now is uh, everything is opening up really quickly, and there's sort of a uh, you know a rush to hire labor again. So people feel that that tension of trying to get people back into jobs. And so that's a good factor because jobs are beginning to open up again. What most people don't realize though, is beyond the very near term, what companies have said is they're automating faster, they're using digital technologies faster, they're bringing in more artificial intelligence, and the new jobs that are emerging Uh, even in the next year or two, are expected to require much higher skills. And so we we feel this very near-term demand to bring people back to work, which is exciting. But longer term, we really do need to get people tooled for the jobs of the future. Um, Otherwise, they're not going to be able to, to have a sustainable situation in the workforce.
1: And this includes people that may not have necessarily had a formal education after graduating from high school. Are these, are, are you basically helping anybody who's willing to um, kind of be trained and connected with these opportunities? How do you find them?
3: Yeah, so we we work with people across the board, but I will say that a significant percentage of the people we we work with have a high school degree or less, but we do have special programs for veterans, for example, or people who want to learn higher skills. They may have an entry-level IT job and they can get higher skills with us, but um, what we target is providing people relevant skills. For jobs in their community. So we want to make sure that if you've got a big employer in the manufacturing industry or in the healthcare industry, um, because because jobs are local right And different different markets have different kinds of jobs, uh, which is often the case. So It's connecting relevant skills with relevant uh, jobs, and sometimes those are people who may just have a high school degree or less. Some of those people may have a higher level of education but need to retool their skills to be able to compete for the jobs in their community.
1: I see. Well, this is all exciting, I think, and um, should be very hopeful for a lot of people who want to actually, um, you know, strengthen their skill set and also be connected with opportunities. It just sounds wonderful. I'd like to hear about how people, how people listening can find, um, where to find out more about the Rising Together Coalition that Goodwill is, um, providing.
3: Well, you can get into goodwill.org. If you get into goodwill.org, you can, um, uh, learn about the Rising Together Coalition, and you can also find resources in your local community just by typing in your zip code in our location indicator. So if you're interested in shopping, we love our donors and shoppers because those uh, those sales generate uh, funding for our workforce centers. Um, but if you're somebody who needs help, um, you can do two things. You can type in your zip code and find a local job center to see if there's one in your area. Or right on goodwill.org, you can actually uh, go into our Link with Indeed.com, they're the largest job search engine in the, in the world. You can go right into that and look for what's available in your local market. You can get resume tips, and on Goodwill.org, you can actually take some basic classes. Um, if you're in Chicago, uh, Chicago area, you can look at GoodwillChicago.com, or if you're in Connecticut, you can look at GWCT.org and uh, get more details on, on those local markets.
1: That's terrific. Once again, uh, Goodwill being there for the community and um, our great country. Thank you so very much. Stephen C. Preston, uh, the president and CEO of Goodwill Industries International. And also, um, don't forget, you can go just to Goodwill.org and find all of what he's been talking about today and uh, see how you can help also. Maybe let other people know about it. It's such a worthy cause. Goodwill.org. Rising Together Coalition is how you can find that particular program to help people get jobs. Thank you so
2: much, Stephen.
3: Thank you for getting the word out. We appreciate it.
2: You're listening to The Way Home. We'll be right back. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
3: Before Balance of Nature, oh, man, it was hard to wake up, hard to go to sleep. You know, and now with the Balance of Nature, my life has improved almost 100%. I just went to the doctor, and everything was perfect. It's just crazy. I don't eat right. I know I don't eat right, but these give you everything you're not getting. Now I'm healthier than I think I've ever been, so I would not stop for anything. This stuff is life-changing. Dr. Howard is a genius, the true genius. That's all I can say.
2: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Laura.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura.
1: What a great show tonight. So grateful to have my guests that uh, are uh, full of happiness, fun and love, but also wonderful information and so tonight we have a segment of just good news so we've got the guru of good news who is always here for that jimmy dean i call him his real name is jim Clefield. i know you have a couple stories there
0: i do uh let's go back uh to columbia missouri now i never lived in missouri but i know of that state uh is a state that floods quite frequently at this time of year it rains pretty quickly well this is where the story originates two boy scouts both in their teens are being hailed as heroes for saving a drowning woman while they were surveying some damage uh, in uh, the local area in Columbia, Missouri, that's the capital, and what happened was the fast-moving storm came in, and the floodwaters were rising so high, they were surveying some damage, and they noticed that there was a drowning woman, and she was swimming with her oh. friend. I don't know if there was a swimming pool or not. It was right next to a basketball court, and the flood—the water just got so high, they said, we got to go save her. I mean, she was barely keeping her head above water. I mean, she was sinking faster than somebody in quicksand. It was that bad. So the two rushed over, not thinking about their safety. They managed to get inside the water, grabbed her by the shoulders. They doggy paddled as fast as they could. And got her back on shore safely to terra firma, and she uh, wasn't feeling very well. She had to be taken to the hospital, and uh, she is doing much, much better. But here's the best part of it all. These two teens, Joseph Diener, Dominic Veit, the Columbia Fire Department recognized their heroism with the Citizen Life-Saving Award. And Mm. just the great heroism that they displayed in there, because, I mean, they just— they. Didn't have any sacrifice. I mean, they didn't think about, you know, their safety. They were thinking about that woman and her distress. And I think to myself, you know, these two are Boy Scouts. Maybe uh, it could be inspiring them someday to become, let's say, EMTs or perhaps maybe somebody in the medical field. Uh, right. Just What they did was just terrific.
1: Absolutely. Do you know how old they were?
0: Uh, 16 and 15. Wow. They're both teens.
1: Look at that. You know, I just, I I love that. I love when you hear about young people um, really, showing courage and and true valor and and not thinking of themselves selflessness i 'm um, so grateful that she 's okay and they 're okay too. good for them it gives you hope for the world. When you think about young people doing things like that acts of courage what else you got for us jimmy well let me ask you both here have you ever eaten at a
0: waffle house and i used to eat at one down um, in tampa i mean they're one of the best breakfast places uh in america and i really had a great time there well in this particular case uh, there was one waffle house in tennessee and there were six very exhausted officers who like to have breakfast there every now and then because it's a lot of stress in that job as you can imagine well they got to the place one day and they noticed something very unusual it was closed and they're thinking to themselves Waffle House doesn't close. Well, what happened was, in mid-shift on Sunday, the day before, apparently, some staff just walked off the job. Apparently, uh, they were just worn out as much as they were, and the place was closed, and that just does not happen. But they noticed there was this elderly woman who was trying to clean the place up and trying to keep everything going. So they said, you know what? These six officers, let's get together. Let's, let's find a way to keep this place open. So you know what they did? By the goodness of their heart, as tired as they were... They became the chefs. They were taking orders and trying to keep the place open until the staff came back. I mean, they loved that place so much. So, uh, Because they they realized, and they said the reason they did it is because, like police work, it's a stressful job. I've been in the restaurant industry myself. I was a busboy years ago. I know about that. And so they understood the stress of the job, and they wanted to reach out. And to the goodness of their heart, they got the thing open, and everything was fine.
1: So the policemen were working in the, the, the Waffle House. They were
0: actually working in the Waffle House, doing they all the They were cooking
1: things. and, and serving.
0: Taking away, doing the whole nine yards there until the staff came back. I mean, that's just, that's how much they love it there. Very unusual. It,
1: how long was it until they came back?
0: I was probably the next day. I mean, it just didn't say exactly why they walked off their jobs. It just, uh, they said, Hey, nobody's here. We got to do something about this. We want to eat here. So let's help. Let's, let's give a helping hand here. A little, uh, Good Samaritan work, if you will.
1: Absolutely. That is very cool. I might, um, you know, we're hearing so much about these restaurants that are finding it hard to, to get employees back to work after the pandemic, whether it's because they're making more money uh, through their unemployment benefits or because maybe they just had, to, they were are rethinking what do they want to do with their lives. And, you know, restaurant work, like you said, is really hard. I was a waitress for five years. Ooh, I can attest to that. Probably hardest thing I ever did besides raising a child. I'm with you but um. My mom had a great story and she loves to tell it to all her friends that she just heard about recently was that there's this 81 year old woman who kept going to this diner and it kept having the sign on the door saying, we we need help. We need help. And, and so she went and she said, why do you need help? And they just said, we just can't get our workers to come back. And she said, well, I want to help. So she was 81 years old, and she went in, and she's apparently, like, the favorite waitress there. 81 years old, that's going nice. to, going <laughs> to work. And I, that kind of says to me, if she can do it, anybody can. Um, but, yeah, that's wonderful. Love it. I haven't ever been to a waffle house, I don't think. Have you, Bob Small? No, I know? have not either.
0: Well, you know what they have? They have this really good uh, melted cheese uh, hash browns or something. I mean, they're really good. Not just the waffles, but I have the – it's just – Piled high. I loved it. Loved it.
1: Yeah, so that was in Tampa, you in said? In Tampa,
0: yeah, when I was visiting about yeah, four years ago. Yeah, there's certain
1: places, yeah, waffle houses are big, and apparently you get chicken and gravy on them and things like that. So, oh, yeah, just uh, the breakfast of champions.
0: I'm very happy to hear a great story about our police. Because, <laughs> yes. Because, you know, they really, That's a. I think that's a typical police well, I mean, all, story. All, they the, step all up. the first responders, I mean, I, you can't say enough about the great work that they've done, not only through the pandemic, but even before and after that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I couldn't agree more. Um so many of them who sacrifice and work hard every day to do the best that they can do to keep us all safe. Uh yeah. No, I think it's really important. So I'm glad that you uh highlighted that story, Jimmy. And uh so on that note, I guess uh we are heading on into another week and into the beautiful summer and it's uh, just it, it's a relaxing time, and if you if you have other podcasts from the show that you'd like to hear, maybe you missed a couple episodes, you can always get them. There's two different places: wlsam dot com, and you go to. Uh, forward slash podcasts and look for the way home all the episodes are up from the beginning of the year until now that's wlsam.com also you can go to wgch.com they're up there as well so there's two different websites two different radio stations and uh we we just love um if you could listen anytime and by all means want to thank our wonderful sponsors balance of nature, fruits and veggies in a capsule, keeping your immune system boosted, keeping your energy up there and just feeling the best you could possibly feel with all those nutrients going on, hand-selected and um, researched by Dr. Douglas Howard. He was a real doctor. He's also a doctor of chiropractic and a scientist, and he went in and studied for years about what vegetables and fruits working in concert together would make uh, for the the highest sense of nutrition that concentrated. And that's how he came up with Balance of Nature. Um, all, by all means, again, go to balanceofnature.com to order. Put Laura into the promo code, and they know that you heard it here on uh, WLS and WGCH. Well, have a wonderful week, everybody. Stay cool. Enjoy your summer with those that you love so much. Thank you so much, Jim Cleefield, the guru of good news. Thank you. Thank you. And Bob Small, engineer with the most, the guy at the buttons and the controls. Thank you for always being here for us all these years. Thank you you so much. And we'll see you all on the other side next week on The Way Home. Lots of love.